in the book of Revelation, here in chapter 6, I was thinking of the term, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And probably, believers or not, a lot of people have heard that uh, phrase. And it is here in chapter 6. The, actually, the first four seals of, of the book that contains, like he said, I'll show you things which must be hereafter. And the Lamb, which would obviously is Christ, is worthy, the only one worthy to open the book. And he came, took the book, and opened it. And the four living creatures have to do with this, and the number four has to do with it. And they have four faces. And there's a lot of things about four and and gospels there's four gospels but simply put i guess the like the living creatures is an example of four faces each one of them having the four but when you look at them from north south east or whatever you see each one of those faces so you see all of them but you only see one and it is simply representative of that in the end, when all things are made new, that's all things become one in him. And I did want to say uh, the idea back here in 5.9, just for a moment, uh, where the living creatures and the elders fall down and worship Christ. And to me, they're real persons, real individuals. But I've heard it explained to where because that can't be because they sing a new song that thou art worthy to take the book talking about Christ and to open the seals because you were slain. You have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every kindred tongue, people and nation. And you've made us unto God. Kings and priests will rule on the earth. The the temple in heaven, the tabernacle in Hebrews, talking about that. I don't. I know this is. Uh, I'm not. Uh, it's not humorous by any means. I, I I laugh out of. I know it's not understood or even maybe heard or believed by most believers. I guess that's my, been my experience. But that the angels do not need to be. Uh, made new, saved, redeemed, however you want to put it, like Michael the archangel. Well, a lot of the angels fell, a lot of them, and seems like maybe two-thirds, I don't know, but a lot of them uh, did. And so when did they fall? All at once, just in a moment? No, it was a, a progression of, of Satan deceiving them, I would think maybe one by one, maybe not, but some of them did not uh, hear what he said. Is that because any given angel had more going than like Gabriel would say, no, I'm, I didn't sin, didn't listen to him, never will. I'm, I'm a creature, but I'm perfect. See, then you get to violating concepts of who God is and who the creature is. So I do believe Michael there for that instance would say, only the power of God and Lazarus would say, I can tell you about that. In paradise, we didn't sin because God can do that. 
And then I was asked, well, then why didn't he do that from the start? And Adam and Eve and nobody either forgive all the sins and, and let it go or just like you say, then keep them from sinning. There's no free will. There's no choice. There's no anything. You just have spiritual robots is basically all you would have. And you say, well, what about Lazarus in paradise? Were they all robots? No, they were all people that had lived on the earth already and had a free will and choice. So I'm saying the angels had that free will and choice. God kept some of them from that. But the thing about Adam and Eve and Lazarus, like the Lord said, you must be born again. And that only means, he said, when I live in you, then you will live. That is being born of eternal life, uh, forever life, before uh, ever always existing. I am existing life. That's what it means. And that's what it's all about. That's all it's about. And, and so in my mind, the tabernacle in heaven, it says in Hebrews, there was put there, not the one on the earth. It was in uh, in the image of that one there, made after the the same dimensions and this and that as it were, but the one in heaven was there first. Why was it there? It says to redeem all things, and that's not things as rocks and trees, it's people, creatures, to redeem all unto him and, and reconcile all things into one unto Christ who made them. Some of Angels belong to him, and he knew them from the beginning. Some of man belongs to him, and he knows them from the beginning. He knows the ending. But he gives us that all-important awareness of being a little God, uh, as it were, like that, to have your own awareness and choice. And uh, that's the creature. And he does what he does, but still he knows our choices, but he knows the outcome of it. And we either belong to him or we don't. And if we do, he's not going to lose us. So that's why they would say, I believe. And I do believe when he made the way for the Spirit of God to live in the heart of a man, they were made new. All creatures have to be made new or else all things are not made new. And that's the eternal kingdom. And I, I don't mean to be, uh, you know, I'm just, I know, I remember after studying the Bible for quite a while, I, while trying to teach it in years go by, I struggled, uh, I don't know about struggled, but it was um, something I had to uh, look at, but if I really took it for what it said, that's what you come up with. And that's why they're real persons. That's what I mean. This is a real book about a real uh, end times, yeah. But I, I, I wasn't really wanting to talk about that. Somehow I put a little note here that says, and, but for anybody that would, that's an argument that you'd say, well, then they don't need to be redeemed. So they were just singing that on behalf of Christians. And so then the 24 elders represent the church, that kind of thing. Well, I don't know. In in the book, the vision here, I believe these are real elders and beasts. They're the living creatures, yeah, they are. But this is a vision of what will happen. But in that day, still they sing that because there is no more temple and that reconciles all people, whether in heaven or earth. Who's in heaven needs to be reconciled. 
See, reconciled is, we had to be reconciled. That's not only forgiven, it's redeemed. It's, when he lives in us, that is salvation. It truly is. Or those people wouldn't have been in paradise waiting for that day. That was supposed to be what it was all about. The promise of the Spirit, when Messiah comes, he'll put his Spirit into you. And then it kind of shifted over to, yeah, and we'll rule the world. It'd be great. And that's what he kept trying to tell his own men, you know, you, you need to look at it for what it is. But to me, that's part of looking at all of it for what it is. And I've had to let go of whether anyone agrees or how many people do or don't agree. I did want to try to talk about the four horsemen real quick, as in the Antichrist is the rider of these four horses. And and so the lamb opens the, the one at the first seal, and the rider comes out. So he, as it were, rides four different horses and kind of changes in the, going down the road, I guess. But in Zechariah, he talks about the four chariots, the four spirits of God, and the idea of the going to and fro upon the earth is what it says there in Zechariah said where have they been they going to and fro and that probably reminds you of Job where he asked Satan what have you been doing and he said going to and fro on the earth and in Zechariah here as well in in the first part he says about the eyes of the Lord run to and fro through the whole earth I'm trying to say that's the presence of the Spirit of God. Christ came as the promised seed that they waited a long time, thousands of years since it was promised to Adam and Eve. And he did come, but he didn't do anything. He said, I came only to make the way for me to live in man upon the earth. That's what it is the final chapter of what it is all about. That's what it was for. That's why he would have told Adam and Eve, uh, I don't want spiritual robots, and I want creatures living people that have their own awareness and choice, but no one would be able to come to me unless it were given to them. So those that are given to me will, and it's by his doing, and the argument and logic behind why he doesn't just save everybody, it's kind of like Sometimes what goes on in life is why can't we just all be given money and everybody live on that? Nobody have to. <laughs> it just won't work that way. But here the Antichrist comes and the word anti is instead of. And one uh, place like, well, oh, I don't know, gambling, you know, you put up an ante in a card game or something. Ante, it's just what uh, is in are you up the ante or something like that but but even more than that it means like instead of like joseph uh he that's one example where he was uh took the child and mary into egypt and then they come back and he heard that i can't remember his name but herod's boy or somebody ruling uh it said in the room of his father herod in the room of instead of see so you could overthrow a king and say well i'm gonna you know i'm his enemy and i'm gonna be instead of him and that still be anti-christ but but anti is instead of i'm, I'm trying to point that out because the Lord came, and like, had he done what they wanted, which, well, that wouldn't matter, but it, it would be to where he came as the Messiah and brought peace to the earth. Now, the Antichrist, instead of Christ, 
I believe he is personally um, possessed by Satan. And it says in three and a half years into the peace treaty, he's deadly wound. He's assassinated and dies from it. I believe he's, as it were, laying there in state and in the and comes to. He's a great world leader, charismatic leader, and peace, peace. They cry and then sudden destruction. But this is where Satan is cast out. And when you read further on in, uh, about what's happening in heaven is that there's war again in heaven and he's cast out totally to the earth and it says woe unto the earth because he knows he has a short time and that's three and a half years and that is the time of the antichrist when he comes forth like that and lives again he's not well he is imitating christ but he says i'm above all gods and the people of the earth see that happen. And it's not a, a virtual thing or all that or a magic trick. It actually does because all the world worships him. There, there's not going to be, you know, the world the way they are in the governments. Oh, no, it would have to, they know it and see it that know that man truly did come to life after a day or two or three or something, see, kind of like Christ. But then he, that's why they see the white horse here as like that. He's not trying to imitate Christ. He's saying he's above all that. And they might be aware of some of them would be, and he would say, "Yeah, the old those weren't true." They he well, we thought he was. They said he was Messiah back. Jesus Christ lived, yeah, and nobody ever proved he came back. You've seen this with your own eyes. Those people then saw it with their own eyes. But that's then, and this is now, and I don't know. That's a strange phenomena. But anyway, in the end, it'll happen again. But he really is taking the world over, not by force, but because they worship him as God. So he comes on a white horse, power and authority. He, by peace, he will deceive many, it says, and slay them and ruin them. And there again, this is Satan cast down to the earth. And I, he, three and a half years is the time of the testing the persecution the tribulation of god's people and daniel says the power of god's people is all but broken and that's the sixth seal fifth seal where they cry out how long are you going to wait um uh, to to stop what's happening so what starts here is at the three and a half years the last part of the seven and that's the antichrist and he comes instead of christ and promises to the world to uh, deliver them and this and that. but he changes all times laws and seasons turns them upside down and really tells people you can do what you, the party you we can do what we want and i can do all like everything for you like in a, you have to understand how the Lord meant it when he called Peter Satan. Satan said sort of similar to that. Why don't we just do something like that? Just stay and keep it going and no problem. We won't die and have everything. Just create food and stuff. And and so he said that's satanic. So here we are right here. And the white horse, the Lord comes back. That's seen in Revelation 19 at the end of all this. This is the Antichrist. And he presents himself that way. But then things go really bad. Uh, really bad and and you then you come into a time of killing all of a sudden not peace on the earth but he takes that peace away and everybody's being killed that don't believe in him uh, they have to or take the mark and then for a lot of reasons famine and uh, hard times really come in on the black horse on the third seal economically what he's you know it just won't work anyway but you have to remember this is satan i don't 
if he has love for anybody, it would only be himself. And he, it goes without saying, he hates everyone. <laughs> and he's going to destroy everyone. He's not here to do it. He comes to kill and destroy. And this is what this is all about. And so the fourth horse or the fourth uh, horseman, I was looking at this, there's actually death and hell. I looked and a pale horse, his name set on him was death. And hell followed with him, and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, hunger, death, beast of the earth. And four, you could say five, but I don't know, for the sake of it, it'd be four, four seals. So it would be kind of like the pack horse following alongside, I guess, hell. And it's not funny, but, but it, it, it kills so... There's many people, and then the fifth seal, of course, is when they cry out, the, the martyrs cry out under the altar, how long, O oh God, will you wait to stop and avenge our blood on them that uh, that are doing this? And he said just a little season, just a short time, then the sixth uh, seal happens, and the great earthquake shakes the whole earth, and everybody freaks out, uh, basically. Except the believers, and he says in Matthew, he says, when this happens right here, the powers of the heavens shaking, look up because your redemption draws nigh. And I believe that's when he takes his own out, uh, the ones that are left, because it's not meant to keep people from dying. It's just not that, even though I think people kind of think that about rapture. I sure did. But uh, it's not that. It's to take his people out so that they don't suffer, like he says in Thessalonians, the wrath to come. God's wrath that these people are crying out, hide us from it, because it's, it's coming now. We were so wrong. Who can stand in the day of his wrath? And no one, and he does that. But the Antichrist is a false message, a false way under a white covering and robe and so deceitful and evil that it destroys uh, mankind and Revelation, the word in Greek is apocalypse, uh, uh, but it means something that's, the cover's taken off, uh, it's exposed for what it is. And someday the Lord will expose false religion, false messiahs. He said there'll be a lot of them, it'll be going on and more and more as time goes by. But the four horsemen of the, it's the Antichrist comes forth, and people then will say, yeah, he's done now what they just said Jesus did. We weren't there, didn't see that, but we see this now. And they'll accept him. You'll say, well, why didn't they accept Christ then in his day? Because think of the difference in the message. The Antichrist here is, I'm a human being. I'm God. I'm above all gods. And I'm going to change times, laws, and season. Start the party. It were, you know, all that other stuff was all wrong. Here's the way we're going to... So sure, everybody receives that. When the Lord came, doing far more proof of who he was and what, compared to what the Antichrist can do or does, allowed to do, even coming to life, sure, but but all the miracles, raising the dead and stuff, and he makes this image speak and everything. I understand that, but the Lord came saying, you're a dead creature within. Your spirit is not eternal and life-giving. You have to believe in me. I have to live in you and make you a new spirit and give you a new spirit. Then you will live and have eternal life. 
life. Any other way, I don't care how good you are, it can't be because you're a creature. That does not set well. The, what the Antichrist said sets real well. You can be yourself. Hey, I'll be God and we'll have a great time. That's, see, that's so anti-Christ. It's against God. It's against Christ. It really is and his enemy. But he, he comes not trying to imitate him so much so as in what does a creature do? A creature of habit, he can't help but do what is in him to do. And he had a beginning, Lucifer. Just like Adam and Eve, just like everybody, he had a beginning. And when you have high intelligence and free will and no experience, that would could not be uh, only in the Lord's case when he lived could that be good. But the Antichrist is such a powerful thing. And John said, he's came now. And there's already Antichrist saying, Antichrist in that way means, after he came means, and today means, no, uh, we need someone else, and we have another God instead of him. Our Messiah is someone instead of him. And or outright say, no, he wasn't who he said he was, and all those things. But in this dark hour, like the Lord said, never been a time like it before, or never will be again. The darkest, you talk about dark ages, when the whole world worships a man that Satan possesses, that'll be a dark hour. And it just will. 